0: Like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. Um, can you repeat the part of this stuff where you said all about the uh, things? I know guys on crack that makes more sense than you. <laughs> Finally, some honesty.
1: Welcome to the Disorderly Show, Face for Radio Hair with you. As always, we get some. Tunes. I keep saying that too much. I need a better word for that. White Bat Audio providing us all this tunage so that we don't have to come in all just with voices, which I don't like. There's just need to just ease into everything. Here's the intro. All the greats have an intro. Am I a great? No, I'm not a great. But what I'm saying is when you're everybody's got an opening act, that's what they have. They have the opener for you and the tunage that White Bat Audio provides everybody, is the opener and the closer on, on this show so far. Uh, because I, I have tried to find other free, copyright-free royalty, basically somebody going, yeah, use it, just credit me, and we're good. Most of, most of the other ones are, which I get, you do something and you want to get paid for it. I understand that, but they're the ones who... Help everybody out, and we're definitely taking advantage of that. So appreciate you coming to the eleventh show. Yes, we're the double ones. And I am not alone. Sage has come along for the ride yet again. You know what, Sage? If you if you show up to the third sh- the next show, that's three straight shows. Were you here for the ninth one? No, it was mm. the eighth. Fuck. I forgot. You might have already been on the streak. Maybe that's it. <laughs> You've been here so long. I'm like I expect it, but I I remember that time when I was alone. It's affected me deeply. <laughs> Shouldn't. Oh, sorry. I'm
0: all out of tissues.
1: <laughs> you're all out of issues? No, I said you said. I know you said tissues. Sage, I got things to tell you before you educate me. Which um, I do like our format to where you're coming in and I have. What the fuck was that?
0: I apparently, kicked something over.
1: Oh, well, Halloween's already passed. You don't need to do the spooky stuff now.
0: I promise nothing. Why is this so hot?
1: Seriously. Uh. One of these days I'll get it to work. Something, I think, maybe, maybe you're too hot. Maybe I'm too hot. What if I stand up? What if I stand up and do this? Well, no, no, no changes. Anyway, things to learn, things to work out. And I'm really, oh, standing up feels kind of, hmm. Nah, I want to sit down. Um, I'm one of those people, before I get into telling you what I want to tell you, is that I want to, or I... To figure out things, I don't sit there and mentally go through it. I go, oh, okay, does this fit? Does that not fit? Let's keep brute forcing it until it fits. But I think... Smartly about the brute force, if that makes sense, and I'm able to figure things out. But it's it's never it's never smooth uh, unless I'm able to reference something to help me out with that that I've already brute forced before. So, little something about me, I guess. Anyway, Sage, yeah. uh, a couple things. First thing I want to talk about is I remember our last show and. I have a buddy of mine throughout the week uh well I go and uh he helps me out try to oh I should say um uh, just advice on the show. You're great and all but many different opinions is what I'm looking for and Wait, I are definitely you
0: saying I'm not your only consultant.
1: No, you're my wise say. Yeah, you're not a consultant. You're supposed to you you help educate me. That's not a consultant. A consultant goes, do this, do that, but I'm not going to tell you why. Is that right? Maybe. Anyway, I pay them. I don't pay you. There's the big difference. I pay you in friendship. <laughs> uh, so I go throughout the week. Uh, I Well, not throughout the week, just every week after the show. We meet up, and we listen to it. And Well, actually, no. Let me back up. They listen to it. We meet up, and he gives me pointers and critiques and all that so after our discussion i come in i'm like hey i'm thinking it was one of the best shows hey it was long it was longer than our previous ones but it wasn't boring at least to me it wasn't and he just had this disappointed look on his face and i'm like what the what what do you what why what did i do wrong and he's all and he does the cockhead cockhead he does the The side head tilt with the, are you fucking kidding me look? He's all, dude, do you understand what you were implying with your whole, there wasn't, there's not any uh, real men or that whole shtick? I was like, well, it wasn't a shtick, it's what I I think. And he goes, okay, um, well, you're a fucking idiot. And I was like, whoa, uh uh-uh. uh, them's fighting words. So we go at it. He beats me. I go, okay, what was your, uh, what did you, uh, what do you mean by I'm a fucking idiot? He goes, you realize that there have been strong women throughout history? I was like, yeah, I know that. He's like, yeah, but the way you were talking, they could only be strong within what their role was or what society deemed it to be. And, Oh, what the fuck was her name? Um, maybe you could help me out. What was the um, the lady? Uh, what's her name? Budokai?
0: Yeah.
1: Yes. All right. Cool. He's all with uh, you. Could, I didn't remember because I was still. My head was still kind of ringing. It wasn't like a drag out fight, but it was one of those. <laughs> it was one of those man fights to where it was. It was like wrestling, but beyond a little bit. Be, so it was in between a real fight and play wrestling. To where it was a, okay, we're going to challenge each other, but not to the point of, okay, this is an actual fight. So, uh, he said, do you think uh, Budokai... Is it like
0: bro wrestling where you just can of like... <laughs> play fighting?
1: Maybe. I don't, I don't know what it's... See, that's the thing with guys. We don't try to figure out, okay, this is what this should be called. We just go, yeah, that's what it is. And we move on because we all understand what it is. But then when we get asked, what is that? We're like... Uh, uh. How do I explain it to where you'll understand? Oh, shit, I don't. Huh. But he he brought up Budokai and He brought up other. Well, she was one of the examples. Another. Oh, what was the? Uh, uh, basically, women who fought. Or uh, yeah. What's her name? Uh, she got burned by the church. Joan of Arc. Thank you. Uh, which <laughs> if that's the qualifier, burned by the church, like mm, that's a long list. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's a people
1: <laughs> But he he was all you know. Was she was she could she only fit into her role of uh could if she only fit in the role that you were stating? I was like, I'm not stating a role. I was stating it's doesn't. There's no examples. He's all. It's not about the. It's not about the gender. Okay. It's just about who they are. And I was like, well, okay. Then, then, t- then explain this to me. Okay. Nobody, no guy wants to be the Forrest Gump. And he's all, wait, what? I was like, no guy wants to be Forrest Gump. Jenny, you know what the fuck she did doing that thing? He's like, you cannot be serious about bringing this up right now. I was like, what the fuck's the problem? He's all, dude, if you're bringing this up and you don't realize what was going on, then we're going to have we're gonna have some fighting words. I'm like, oh, bring it on, motherfucker. And then he routinely kicked my ass again. So I was like, fine. What, what am I missing about that because jenny screwed him over he's like dude when did that happen i was like what her him screwing her over throughout the whole movie he's like no throughout when did when did the timepiece of when forrest gump happened i was like i don't know 50s yeah he's like they were kids in the 50s i was like yeah and how do we get introduced to jenny i was like uh well her her dad did terrible things to her he's like yeah this is the 50s when people go through traumatic shit, do you think it's like today where we can talk about it, where it's freely accepted to be, hey, go get help? I was like, no. So he's like, mm. so does it make more sense that she was trying to figure out how to deal with that trauma and try to find love in some sense, and she didn't want to, I don't know, get with or, or try to go with uh, – try to get with force because she didn't want to abuse him like she was and i was like holy sh-. i mean it was i was i had this yeah
0: i guess i epiph- never thought about it that way either cause oh really like, yeah Cause oh. i was like man she just totally used him and then but that does make sense that especially in that time when therapy and stuff was seen as, as like such a horrible stigma that she would be trying to cope
1: well, not even that, but it has affordability yeah. as well. And from where she was coming from, there is a reason why you don't see a lot of Harvard-educated women stripping. There's probably some, sure, but it's not the it's not the it's not the majority of the pie chart. Which there's a double entendre with strippers and pie, for those of you who were playing along there. Uh, so that's that was something I learned throughout this week from our discussion. And I bring that up not only to go, hey, look, I learned, but um, or I've elevated myself. But I wanted to point that out to everybody else that that's the point. That's one of the points of the show is that one week, hey, this is what I think, and then there's a discussion of it. And then if the argument is better, I'm willing to change my. I'm go okay. That's my position now. I'm not going to keep. I'm not going to flip flop because now I have a great reference point. Whenever, whenever anybody brings up the whole men have to be the protectors, I mean, it's like, OK, um, or, oh, another good example of of that is um, what was that weird ass movie that. Uh, oh, the the Halloween chick got an award for. I don't know. She It didn't seem like she was she did an award worthy performance, but it was that weird. Uh, they had a laundromat. And
0: oh, everything, everywhere, all at once?
1: Yeah, yeah, to where it was like, how the hell does she get an award for that? I, I don't understand. It, it seemed like one of those Is this... Hollywood things of where
0: yeah, I Denzel
1: should have won more Oscars, <laughs> but they gave it to him for training day. And it, it, like, it seemed like Hollywood just it was like, oh, shit, we need to. She's been around long enough. She's been in great stuff. We need to. Oh. Here's a better example, which is probably going to be a terrible comparison for uh, I don't even what's her name. Um, I forget. Ju Do no. Does it start with a J? I
0: think it does. Have to Jamie play. Lee Curtis. That's it. Oh yeah, she's awesome.
1: Yeah. She, well, you want to? Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> ah, I'm learning. Um. The um. But it it seemed like when she won that. Oh, no, Leo, no. But it, okay, here's my comparison. It seemed like when you're in a political party for long enough, they just go, "Hey, you're going to get. We're going to put you. We're going to back you for the biggest prize." We saw this with uh, John McCain, to where it's like, "Oh man, he's he's just not running at the right time." But they put him out there. They had him do this, and it just—I don't know. It seemed like that's what they did for her because I didn't really see an award-worthy performance. But I'm also not artistically inclined, either. For
0: Jamie Lee Curtis?
1: Yeah. In that movie. Because that she won, like, supporting actor or something like that. The reason I know that, because I was like, wait, what? Uh, yeah, I mean,
0: she, had, okay. she went from being this, you know... Uh, she, I mean, she definitely... Played a few
1: contrasting roles in it, and I, so I can see why she would have won for best supporting Actor. Well, so so did so did Nicolas Cage and uh, what's his fat ass uh, John Travolta <laughs> in Face Off. Off.
0: Yeah, that is a good movie.
1: That also they also did contrasting styles.
0: True, that and, is true.
1: And I don't know. It's not that you couldn't remake it, but it's like, what actors would you get? Because those would be, those are two dynamic roles to where you have to do father figure uh, to total asshole, but still family oriented because of his brother. Anywho, wanted to first tell you that and tell everybody else out there hey, look, this is a show of growing, of growth. So one week I may have an opinion on something else and go, this is why. And then with Sage's help, and also get my ass kicked. That's not a prerequisite for anybody out there to get your mind changed. By the way, uh, to come to the realization, like holy shit, that's what it, and that's where this show is—just unafraid to talk about those things. And it does get heated. That's fine, but at the end of the day, it leave it at the discussion. Don't have it affect your relationship with that person. Which I know, especially we saw that all when Trump got elected, how that. Totally divided families.
0: Definitely.
1: And it's you're sitting there going, because again, it's the miscommunication where they're not both sides aren't seeing each other. And instead of trying to figure out, okay, what am I missing here? There's just too much yelling. And then that yelling gets into, well, I'm going to bring up some things just to hurt you, which has nothing to do with the conversation. And now we're in this. Now you said this. And how do we get back from this? And it's always easier just to walk away and not deal with it than it is to. It's always easier to keep the Band-Aid on and let, you know, the adhesive gradually wash away than it is to just rip it off and go, you know what? Dirt's a better better way to heal this up. Uh, Not really. Don't do that because it's.
0: Yeah. Do not run dirt in your (laughs) wound.
1: because uh, we don't know where that dirt has been. Mm, mm. Uh, though you could say, depending on where you are, it could be from, it could have the blood of your enemies in it, because of how many people died in that area, and if you're, if you side with one side, maybe, I don't know. I always wanted to blood say bo- blood, of <laughs> blood of your blood enemies. illnesses are not good. No, no. Uh, speaking of illnesses, COVID-19's on an uptick. Oh, No. Yeah, well, it's just you would think having 15,000 people uh get admitted every week to the hospital for COVID would be a thing, but I think because there's not a lot of death associated with it now, it's just how many people are hospitalized, then it's not a everyone, oh, okay, we're fine. We're we're okay. I so I did get the vaccine because I was afraid that I would kill my family. My 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 uh Extend, well, not extended, but my brother's family and uh, my parents, because they're up in age. So I thought my life goes this way to where I'm fine. I'd be fine without it. But I know that while I could deal with it, they couldn't. And then I would be blamed for their deaths because I just it's and that's another discussion of why I think that. But um, it's just interesting to see that still kind of. Going Now now I kind of want to know how that compares with the flu and cold stuff, or the flu, because everyone, or they say, get the flu shot. But I'm kind of like, but you give us the flu to get sick. And I've never understood that. Anyway, moving on, because I know you've got things to teach me, but I still got to talk about this first. Okay, go ahead. Oh, well, thanks for giving me the
0: permission. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh,
1: I should have been a baseball player. That's a- yeah. Yeah. So I know that we haven't talked about sports in a while on the show. And quite frankly, that's not by design. It's just whatever we want to talk about. Um, there's a baseball player who is the unicorn because they can pitch really well and they can hit really well. They can do everything well. And in baseball, that's a lot of things. Now, for the layman, you may go, wait, you're just hitting the ball, you're throwing the ball, and you're catching the ball. Those are three things. But there's a lot more that go into playing it. Plus, also, you're in a stadium where you can clearly, you get up close with your fans. Hockey, you can do, the hockey is close fans, but they're also behind glass and you you kind of as you're growing up in it, you're kind of used to those types of crowds. So it's not a it's not a jolt of seeing that or even hearing that from the opposing team's uh, fans or things like that. With football, there's always a a distance between the players on the field and the the fans in the stand to where they're not that close. Basketball. Yeah, you're always close, you're always there. So again, it's similar to hockey of you just grow up into it, you get used to it. With baseball, there's a difference. Why? <coughs> Why <laughs> is when you're playing in the minor leagues, I think the largest stadium is like 8,000 or 6,000. But that's not typical. That is not typical. That's on the that's to give you a sense that the smallest stadium in MLB I think seats like 40,000 typically again if you're an A's fan yeah you it's been a while since you've seen those numbers um so to go from a small playing in a small stadium to having everybody just you could feel their energy it's unguarded it's unblocked it's just there and to be able to block that out and actually play that's another key thing to it Anywho, let me get to why I should have been a baseball player. Okay. Shohei O'Donnie. This dude is the unicorn, and he's been playing for the Angels for a while. And he, not to dive too much into contracts and stuff like that, but in baseball, when they draft a player or they get the rights to a player, depending on how long they've been a professional, the team has certain control over them and so the angels had control over shohei for quite some time last year was his first year to where he could actually get paid what he's worth cuz they were paying him they weren't they weren't they weren't underpaying him but the for what he brought to the game and to the organization he was definitely being underpaid gets a big check for one year now goes into free agency this year, and everybody was all, "We need to, we need to get this guy." But the thing is, the guy's going to command, rightfully so, the largest sports contract in history—not just in baseball, in history. Mm-hmm. Currently, right now, I think it was tied with uh, Mike Trout because he signed for like a four hundred twenty-five million for twelve years. Something like that. And when it happened, everyone was like, Jesus. Christ. And then, um, oh, what's his name? Oh, damn it. I'll going to find his name. Hang on a sec. He's a quarterback for the Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes, that's all I had to say, was the quarterback for the Chiefs. And my brain went, ah, oh, we found the name. Patrick Mahomes signed like a 10 year, 400 million. But that one. Uh, I don't count as much because what the NFL does is they do, and this is kind of bullshit to where it's like, come on, we all know they're fudging the fucking numbers. Why can't you rein this in? Or, let like, this is shit. Uh, what they do is they do ghost years. So you're a player, and I'm going to sign you for seven years, but two of those years are ghost years. And the reason I signed you for seven, or I signed, I put those ghost years on there, is so that your average take-home pay... Go is lowered than would it be if I paid you for five years, because the average would be higher, and that's what gets counted. Which it's, but every team doesn't. Everyone's fine with them. Like, well, what's the fuck? What's the point of? a i uh, just the logic to me is not there. I digress. What I think I did go- that mean? right. Like
0: they just don't play those years. They no, they don't exist. They don't.
1: Meaning that when their 5 years comes up then they can either go okay we're going to do these years or we've typically what teams do they just either go yeah no we're not going to uh like we'll release you or we'll give or something like there it's tricky math basically to be under the cap cuz they're one of those leagues that has a that has a cap on how much te- how much money each team can spend on mm-hmm. their team Unlike baseball, which is like they got like what they got penalties oh, okay. is so what it, they do. It got. sounds like
0: they're trying to sp- uh, like spread it out so that they can continue to spend a certain
1: amount of. Yeah, because yeah, all these players, sense. all the players are after a couple of years, are like pay me, and rightfully so if they're good. And the team's like, fuck, we, you know, then we got fifty-two guys on this team, and we have twenty-two guys who are starters, and if we have six all pros, we're talking massive amount of money. Yeah. So it's like, fuck, how do we, we feel this? And there's different strategies and what that, but again, I digress. I hope I'm saying that right. Am I using that right? Yeah, you know, I don't use it because I'm
0: not sure how to use it, and a lot of people use it, and I don't think they, it means what
1: it, they think it means. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Prince's Pride moment. Gotcha. <laughs> you keep saying that word. I don't think you, you're... <laughs> Any oh, speaking of princess, hang on, I could take a drink. Wet the, whist- wet the whistle. wet the whistle. I saw the uh, the other day, and I-, I was surprised to see it. There was a toy of Fezic. To- oh, I'm
0: sorry, a toy pheasant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fezic.
0: Okay.
1: From Princess Bride, Andre the Giant.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. An actual toy. As in, like, an action figure. And I'm like, holy shit, I think I'm going to have to pick that up just to have it, because nobody, at the first first I knew there was even Princess Bride action figures. Uh, Okay, if you had to pick, out of all the characters in the Princess Bride, which one would you want to have as an action figure? Probably in Montoya. It's
0: just hilarious.
1: Okay, for him though, he would have to have the drawstring in the back. Yeah, have to can or he, or no, not a drawstring because action figure, you move them around. So he has one of those. What they're skinny batteries, like the the the,
0: like the they're skinny batteries?
1: ones. Yeah, the button batteries. They would have to have those. That way you could just press somewhere on on him yeah. and he would say it
0: my yeah. name is Inigo Montoya. He killed my father Prepare to die.
1: Come on, give me more oomph. Give me more <laughs> give me more feeling. Like I just killed your father and I have six fingers, which means that, I you know, I've
0: six finger men.
1: You gotta think. He's he's had to put that to use too, right?
0: <laughs> Sexually? I Come on now. <laughs> never thought about
1: it. Yeah. He's he's been places. Um so give it to me. That's probably what he said. What I'm telling you, what I'm saying is, give me your best Montoya. And I can't pronounce his name.
0: Right. Inigo Montoya.
1: I can't pronounce it right. I just and my name is Inigo Montoya. My name is Inigo Montoya.
0: You killed my father. Prepare to die.
1: See, that seems too happy. That seems too I'm like hey. oh. Was your attempt at oh,
0: name pronunciation?
1: My my tongue is too big for my mouth. Is it Ignio? Iniego. Iniego. That's it. Iniego. Yeah, Iniego Montoya. Iniego. Why didn't what? In my name is Iniego Montoya. That's it. That doesn't sound right. In Iniego. What are you trying to look it up now?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna spell it for you, but then
1: I'm like, wait, I can't spell all of a sudden. No, so so what? If it Okay, the spelling's not gonna help me. It's in iniego? Wait, oh the phonetic spelling. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah,
0: iniego montoya.
1: Iniego montoya. In Ye- yeah,
0: with an I. So like in Inigo. <laughs> iniego Montoya.
1: In Diego. What? Yeah, I-N-G-I-O. Sorry, I-N-I-O. I can't spell, see? I-N-I-G-O. Iniego. Iniego. Yes. Uh, hang on. Okay, so... Um, where the fuck was I at? What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, action figure. Okay, so he's he's got the button. All right, so you're going with him... And I would go with Oh, that's a terrible Sorry, I was trying to find how to pronounce it too, and the YouTube thing I pulled up was terrible. I don't have uh I don't have an assistant to help me out with it. But hey, goals, life goals, I guess. Um, who would I I guess I would have to go with Fezek just because there's nobody I cause I don't think you beat him again with the chokehold. If he were to f- after because they were taking them after the, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you would have to take them after the Princess Bride happened because you couldn't affect what happens during that whole sequence, that you just couldn't take them and be like, this is who I'm going to ride with because then everyone's good. no one's going to take the prince, which he does live, and Fred Savage was very upset at that. So saw that, um, so Shin, uh, Shohei Otani, uh, the big thing was, okay, this dude's going to get massive amount of money. Where's he going? There was rumors he was going to go uh, to the Blue Jays, to the Dodgers, to the Giants, basically teams that had money, teams that were like, we're going to shell it out in baseball. They don't have a cap. They just have penalties. To where if you spend over so much, you can do that, but the league is going to enforce is going to charge you basically for being over that much. So if you spend over too much, then you're going to get charged a fee, basically. And then if you go over that threshold, you're going to get pay. You're going to have to pay another fee. So. You'll see teams sometimes ramp up like the Padres did which is hilarious because they basically did what the Yankees did during Steinbrenner's time where it's like just get the name guys. They don't have to have actual talent. Just get the name guys. Now I know some of you are going to be like what are you talking about? Those guys had talent. It's like, yeah, they did, but there's a reason why super teams don't work is because you need to have specific guys who do things well not hey we've got these guys who are just they did and it's also the biggest thing i would say the biggest thing is it's who they face because a lot of these guys who do well face sh- they face shit they did they had talent and when you have somebody who does something well and then they go against shitty players or a shitty team guess what they're great and then when you get them and you're in a and and you're in a division where there's actual good players great players all of a sudden this great player you brought in somehow becomes good and but you're paying him like a great one and now you're hampered because you're like fuck in baseball this is the key thing all the money is guaranteed so trout's big 400 million dollar contract he could go down tomorrow and the Angels still have to pay him that money. There was a, uh, I think it was Prince Fielder Jr. He like he broke his neck, but not to the point of paralyzation. Because um, you see this in wrestlers, too, where they say, we broke our necks, but they're still up and walking around. I'm like, fucking, oh, that reminds me of internal decap- decapitation. Have you,
0: do you know about this? Yes. I mean, fucking hell.
1: Okay, explain it, because uh, it is that- just...
0: All right, so you can break your neck because it's, you're breaking the bones. The part where it would paralyze you or kill you would be is if you're... The
1: nerves, right? Yeah, the, the, ner- the okay. spinal
0: cord, basically, that attaches everything to your brain.
1: Okay, so you can break the bones, but as long as you keep the nerves intact, you're good to go. Exactly. So that is internal decapitation. Which sounds? I'm surprised that is not like a tour or a band name because that just <laughs> sounds fucking awesome. Now coming to the stage, opening <laughs> for I don't know some some band that's still trying to get some money. Opening uh, for who's for this other band? Internal decapitation, and then to troll everybody, they come out playing ukuleles, and everyone's <laughs> like, "What the." What? What? <laughs> and then they go on to it like a uh, oh, what was his name? Uh, what was that comic that Jim Carrey played? Man on the Moon. Um, I think that was the name of the movie. Basically, he was a weird comic. I forget I his name.
0: Don't
1: remember. You haven't. You didn't see that movie? I, I
0: don't think I have. Okay. No. Um Is
1: that one,
0: one of those that I've put on my list?
1: Uh, there's actually
0: a lot you have to.
1: Andy Kaufman, that's his fucking name. So Kaufman was a he was a weird comic because he would hold on to the bit long past its funniness, and everyone's like, "Okay." So that that's what his genius was, apparently. And uh, he okay, where was I at? I gotta get back to it. Um. Oh shit. Totally forgot. Where was I what was I talking about?
0: Internal decapitation.
1: Internal decapitation. Shit. Uh oh, oh, okay. So that's what it would be. So that's when I was trying to get the comparison to Kaufman. So Kaufman will come out and do these bits where people expected him to be funny. Uh there was there so in a movement in a movement. In a <laughs> moment in the movie He comes out and he's already well known at this point. He's like, hey, he's a funny guy. We're going to go see him. And he comes out and he reads a novel. (laughs) The whole time. Brilliant. So I'm thinking, yeah, with the whole. They're
0: so confused. Exactly.
1: They're like, what? And they're like, huh, it's funny. And then, what? What? And then they realize he's not stopping. So they all get up and leave, except for a few people who stay and get the joke. And they, yay, funny. But that would be, that's what internal decapitation would do. Come out with. Ukuleles, maybe even hula skirts, and just start playing a bit. Everyone's like, ah, that's funny." Wait, fuck! This is this is three songs in their set. What the fuck? And then when they start seeing people like, "What the hell?" What that? All of a sudden, like the real band comes on, beats the shit out of that other band because it's metal. Come on now, and then ushers them off and just goes nuts. And you get this surge. It it would be it would be the same sense of uh, the COVID resurgence. Since, we're, since we brought up COVID earlier, of how everybody wasn't able to spend money and then and go out. And now when they said, hey, you can go outside again, there was this massive influx of everyone just going, we're spending money just to be outside. That's the energy you would get. And the massive mosh pit. It would be, oh, I don't even know if they have this or not, but it would be awesome. So in, uh, I don't know uh, if you, well, let me ask. Do you know much about the culture of metal and what happens at a concert? I have an idea. Okay. You know, do you know about the different mosh pits? Yes. Okay, cool. So, the, I don't know if... Okay, there is a thing called the wall of death. But I think what this energy would do for internal decapitation, now that everyone's like, oh shit, they're on, is they would do the Red Sea where everybody would part way back and then come just running into and crashing into each other to the point where people are lifted off the ground and then they run they go back and they do it again. That would be awesome because I would think that that would be something they would do because there's the Viking mosh pit which is where they everyone, well not everyone, it would be it would be cool to see everyone, but a sizable amount of people Get down on the ground and start rowing, like they're in a boat. (laughs) That's that's the mosh pit, which is is awesome.
0: Isn't there a a band? Um, oh my gosh, my brain it it basically goes diggy diggy hold lives. Yeah, yeah, and like their fans will like just start like pretending that it's just awesome.
1: Like diggy diggy. Okay, let me see who this is. Uh. Mm -hmm. No, no. I think it's Wind Rose. That's who's coming up from Italy. Uh, Yep, this is them. Definitely them. Uh, If I could send you this picture, the dwarves of heavy metal.
0: That's what it is. Thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The dwarves of heavy metal. That's awesome. Um, So, yeah, that would be cool. Uh, to see. So, Shohei Otani, I'm getting to it. I swear to God. What a hell of a buildup. Uh, and most people know of this by now because it's already happened. But for those of you who only rely on the disorderly show for your up-to-date news, then you need to listen to the TLDR News Roundup that I do every weekday so that you can get smarter and then you don't have to sit there and try to purse through a shitload of headlines that you don't know if they're sponsored or not. That's a key thing. So Shohei Otani signed with the Dodgers, which sucks as a Diamondbacks fan because I'm like, fuck. Not only, now a good thing is the Padres traded away uh, Juan Soto, which wasn't that, he wasn't that big of a threat this year, but the dude's 25, future Hall of Famer, already has a multitude of awards, one of the best hitters alive. So I'm glad He's gone. The Padres are still on paper. Still scary. So are the Dodgers. But apparently the kryptonite for the Dodgers is the playoffs. So and we have a good course. So I'm. it's going to be hard to, to really say that the NL West isn't the most exciting one now. I know the Colorado exists and they don't have anybody. But the other teams with the Giants, the Diamondbacks. The Padres and the Dodgers, eh, it's kind of hard to, to say there's another better decision. So he signed for, take a guess. Uh, if 400, 425 or some, 400 million was the top end a few years ago, and this guy can pitch and hit, the other guy who got 400 million could only hit, can't pitch.
0: 600.
1: Holy shit, you actually got close.
0: Oh, yeah?
1: 700 guaranteed million fucking dollars. Holy! For, t- for only 10 years.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's impressive.
1: Very. And they're going to be dominant during the regular season. But the thing is, they're going to suck come playoff time. They just are. It's what's going to happen. Now, they blamed it on, well, we had to sit out a week. I'm like, fuck you. You're professionals. There's you mean to maintain
0: your shape. <laughs>
1: Something, yeah. And while I think Shohei will be able to keep, I what I think is going to happen is, I don't think they're going to win another World Series with him. He's he's going to be their curse because he's just, no one's going to be able to take on that contract. They're, it's It's one of those detrimental contracts of like, because they they're already paying uh, Mookie, Becks, Mookie Betts 300-some-odd million. Freddie Freeman, something like that. So they already got a billion dollar, over a billion dollars, in three guys on a roster that's supposed for the professional rosters like 26 guys. So three guys are already costing you a billion, over a billion dollars over the course of their contracts. So... Unless those owners, and here's the thing, because it's uncapped, those owners, they can, if they're willing to keep paying those high penalties, they'll be fine. Yeah,
0: that's true. So
1: wanted to let you know about that because, oh, my fucking gosh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> Give me just 50 guaranteed just to be on the bench. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, or you could be a player on, uh, you could be an NBA player and sit on the bench for like a couple mil. And be like, hey, I get to travel around, and I'm just—I don't have to get in. I mean, it's—it's it's nuts. If you got the physical attributes, you can actually make a decent living. And I say decent uh, for athletes, but for us us uh, working folk, I got scars on my hands. I know what bleeding from the knuckles is like. Getting a couple mil a year just to sit around—fucking sign me up. Wait, I get to travel anywhere, and I get free food. And I get to sit and watch a sport. I get to be entertained. Are you not entertained? Fucking hell. Speaking of entertainment, Sage. Yes? (laughs) How have you been? I go through 40 fucking minutes of this show, and I was just so excited to tell you I grew. It just spun into, oh, and I got to tell you this, because I am like that little dog on that cartoon show. which That's walking around with the big dog, just yipping and yapping and doing all the talking. (laughs) That's my energy, especially when I'm able to go, hey, look, I did something. Maybe it's maybe it has to do with my childhood. Probably does. Don't don't
0: don't don't
1: don't (laughs) psychoanalyze me, Jordan Peterson. Uh, I don't like therapists. I don't want to just sit there because I here's my thing. I want to try to figure out it out on my own. That's my thing. I don't want to have somebody tell me. Well, here's the reason, because in therapy, isn't the whole thing like you would if you healed them, you would lose out on that money, right? Is the thing that there's so many broken people in the world, you'll never be out of practice. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong there, um, but but it's a finite resource. At some point, you won't need therapy anymore. There's uh,
0: there's a, a lot. What's it called? Generational trauma, where you pass it down unintentionally Jesus I I hope that so I but I've seen that change that you're right it has been changing and that's it's it's a good thing
1: but we have to wait a generation to see the fruit the fruits of the labor
0: yeah a a generation sometimes too it just it's it's a work in progress and it therapy's not always like oh hey here's your answer for you it's basically there well at some point
1: it is Cause you talk through it, right?
0: Yeah, it does help you talk through it, but it also gives you a different perspective because it's an outsider looking in. Mm. So you can be all like, Oh yeah, I used to. My parents used to wrap my knuckles every time I forgot to put the the mayo in, in the fridge. They did I'm that like, to you too. Not, <laughs> you know, that's not that's not normal. And to you, because you grew up with it, it's like to you it was normal. But that's not something that is some. That that's is, no.
1: That's not a normal reaction yeah, to exactly. to forgetting that. I think I would be a I would be a cheap therapist because I know just how blunt I would be, but I would st- always have people because I'd be so cheap, and I'd still be. But I'd have that. Hey, I want to help you out and figure this out. Um, but I would be hard pressed to not be. I don't know. Do you remember this story? And I don't know if we'll ever get to you teaching me. We might have to bump it to next week. We just we just might. <laughs> <laughs> which will be fine. This is the fucking disorderly show. We have a plan, and then I completely derail it like a like an American train company. Uh, not not the people, not the workers, but management. There's yeah. a difference. Mm-hmm. Management's the one who fucks around, and then the workers are the one who find out because, oh, gee, the train derailed, which is a staggering number. Like, there's a train that derails more often than they should, and the only reason we know about them is, is because they're in populated areas. Trains that derail, like in New Mexico with nobody around, nobody hears about that yeah, it's because. Like a
0: blip. It's like, oh yeah, a train derailed. And in the next news, you're like,
1: wait, what? Yeah. Well, because you're just like, okay, nobody got hurt and it was a bunch of corn. Okay, cool. All right. But you're going, no, oh, wait, 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 wait. It's a train that doesn't have any traffic on it. How the fuck did it derail? Ugh. Oh, yeah. Speaking of, uh, I'm starting to learn a lot. Or, uh, <laughs> well, learn. I am able to learn a bit more, but I'm able to recall more when these things get brought up. There's actually going to be a development of a high-speed, or is it high sp- It should be high. I think it's high-speed. High-speed rail system from L.A. to Las Vegas. Really? Yeah.
0: That would be Interesting.
1: They're they're planning on it to be and of course it's 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 gonna run over budget the whole everyone oh, of course, yeah. everyone's gotta have their their piece of the pie yeah. to get it the fuck done. Because if if you have if you don't know what business is, you need to watch Ronnie Dangerfield's was it back to school? What was it that what was that movie? Where he goes to college. I think
0: it is back to school.
1: I'm going to find out because... We're
0: both looking it up at the same time. I'm going to
1: find it quicker than you. Yeah, it is back to school. Back in 86. Holy shit. Uh, If you haven't watched that, watch that. Because not only is it a funny movie, but there's a part in there because he's a businessman. Rodney's character is. And he's in a business class. And the professor... Is trying to is doing the whole we're going to create a fake company and we have to do all these things. And then Rodney goes, You're, you're missing a bunch of shit. And he's like, Really? What am I missing? He's like, The real world. There's people who are in positions of power who are going to say, If you want this paperwork through, you're going to have to grease my fingers. And of course, they 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 go through the scenario of, Well, that's not how the real world works. It's like, No, I think it would be. And that's why these things go over budget, because there's people who hold things up and go, you know what? I do want to have a good Christmas, and my, my wall is a bit bare at the moment. I need a massive TV, and I don't want to pay for it. And when you for one person, that's you're like, okay, that's a blip. But when there's an entire company or even the mob, I'm sure they still have their fingers in it. But they have to. How do they make their money now? Certainly not through drugs. Right after watching all those movies where they get the bobsters or uh, get <laughs> convicted because of drugs, you got to think, hey, maybe let's not let's not do this because we have uh, weak-minded. How, what do they? What would they tell the? What is? What were they? What? 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 Um, the people that are under them. There's got to be a word for everybody under the bosses and underbosses.
0: Employees?
1: No. (laughs) Maybe. Let's call them that because I don't, I don't. That's some.
0: Employers and employees.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Management
1: and. But the employees of the mob. (laughs) Which sounds funny because now I'm thinking of going into interview for the mob. Um, Which would be a multi-step process. You could just go in there one day and be able to get it done. Um but those people are the ones who are going to turn on you because they're the ones who are going to be doing the drugs, and or, I mean anybody could be doing the drugs, but typically, at least to Hollywood, those are the people that are, getting, are going to get you. So I don't think they'd be doing that. So they gotta have their hands in other things. So anyway, the there's uh, it's slated to. Let's see how good I can recall this. Shuffle people to, or five hundred people to. Las Vegas every 45 minutes. That's this. That's what they're trying to do.
0: That would be, man, that would be very lucrative.
1: Well, the hope is they would take some of that money and then start to put that elsewhere around the country to where, hey, I love the freedom of a vehicle, but I also like the freedom of driving said vehicle, not being stuck in fucking traffic. So if I got hey oh hey I got a notification hey wow. all right now I've been working on something else yeah. uh, later on or later on early the earlier and um, it was something uh, someone was trying to figure out and I think I did so not only did I not learn anything because I made sure to fill up all the time for today
0: uh, Today it was interesting.
1: No, I no, I believe it was. Uh, I was just excited, as I stated earlier, to tell you. And it's not so much, hey, I don't want the, the, is it affirmation? I think that's what the word is. Basically, I didn't want to be like, hey, look, I grew. Give me.
0: Accolades.
1: Ah, thank you. Give me the accolades for doing that. Because that's not real growing. Growing is you being excited and you knowing, hey, I did this, without needing anybody else to reaffirm or go, hey, here's the pat on the back and here's the cookie as well. Uh, Oh, speaking of cookies, did you know you can make raw peanut brittle?
0: But no. How How do you?
1: So I don't know. I've been on this kick of wanting to create maybe it's because I'm getting older and I, I and I can't have kids uh because I'm a guy that that's why okay or but, ha, wait did that come out wrong no it's I mean, you
0: physically can not
1: that's okay so that maybe that's so
0: you can't have kids you just you yourself can't make
1: them. I can't create them I can't okay I can't mix the bowl okay there we go. I can't mix the ingredients. Not saying I have that maternal feeling right now, but I don't know what it is. I just got on a kick of, hey, I'm going to make desserts for some reason. Maybe it was the whole, oh, maybe that's it. I wanted to be able to, hey, I was able to complete something. Not saying I was I was being a deadbeat all this week. Anywho, I just got on a kick of wanting to create desserts. That's it. Uh, so... I've been asking around and one of the requests was peanut brittle. Like, all right, cool. I make it, I finish it, and I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't this isn't sitting right. This isn't feeling right. I come to find out, not only did I not cook it on a high enough temperature, but apparently there's a thermometer for candy. I was going to ask, did you not have a candy thermometer? No, because oh, okay. I have a meat thermometer and I have a meat thermometer. That's the only thermometers I know of. I didn't know there was a fucking candy thermometer. Yeah, with uh,
0: when cooking sugars to do something like peanut brittle, it has to reach a specific temperature. If not, you'll get this really mushy.
1: Well, it's not mushy. Or, it, it just doesn't set. Yeah. It's very, it's very extremely sticky. So yeah, I was going to say
0: like it's sticky, basically.
1: So I told him, the mm-hmm. the friend that requested this was like, ah, just keep it in the fridge. <laughs> actually, the freezer. Keep it in the freezer because then it'll get hard enough to where it will break. But then when you eat it, it starts to detaw thaw and it's not as crunchy. It's
0: like it melts in your mouth?
1: Exactly. Okay. So it's actually not that bad, but the thing is it's taking up space in your freezer so and plus, how much are you going to eat of it before it gets freezer burn? So I understand. Can you get freezer burn? Uh, I guess.
0: You're I about to think find so. Up.
1: I think it would. No, I don't have it. Oh, okay. I, I guess your friend fuck. is about to yeah. find out. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll ask him. Hey, look, just put a part aside, and let's just see. Let's just f- see if this happens.
0: So, you got to keep the notation on it so that you know science, science. <laughs> for science. <laughs> for science. <laughs> for science.
1: But, yeah, I was like, what
0: the fuck? I made
1: raw peanut brittle. Uh, so now probably, you know what's going to happen? That friend's going to give me a candy thermometer for fucking Christmas. <laughs> uh.
0: You know who your secret pen is? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I better not get that because I already know what the gift is. I know my the secret part is the whole part of it to where it's like you don't know. But if ever, every, all of them start giving me baking equipment, it's like motherfuckers! I just told you I was starting to get into. Like I'm not. I'm. I'm not into this to be into it. I was just like, I just want to create something, cook maybe something. Just
0: trying to support you and your creativity of being making baked
1: goods, or maybe they want you to make more baked goods for them. That's true. I did get. I did get some. Uh, I did. <laughs> I did get some high praise for my cookies. And I chuckled because I remembered they was, did. Was
0: that you that brought the oatmeal cookies? Yes. Oh, those were good. Okay, I can see why people. Would yeah. Oh, sitting stuff. out there. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Oh, you didn't get a chance to try my peanut butter cookies.
0: No, I didn't.
1: Those were the better. Uh, those... Well, I like those better. I'm not a big fan of the oatmeal. Maybe because I have to do something different with them. Um, I'm not a. F- I'm not a fan of crunchy cookies. Now these aren't. These aren't black and crunchy, but they're crunchier than the peanut butter ones, so maybe with the oatmeal ones I have to find a way to keep it all fluffy to where when you bite into it, it feel it feels like oatmeal. Maybe that's it. I have to find a way to get the oatmeal cookie to feel like not you're so eating crunchy. into oatmeal. I, know, not I so like crunchy. the
0: ones. Well, God. Oh. <laughs> so I, so that's
1: why, maybe. That's why I like him.
0: <sighs> Fine. So,
1: um, you know what? Don't tell me about what you were supposed to teach me this week because we've got. After I check the calendar, you know. Oh, God damn it. Not over there. Okay, let me go over. Yeah. Okay, so we've got. Actually, we have a couple more shows before the Christmas break. I know a lot of people do the whole um well, I don't know. I don't okay. There's going to be I'm still going to be doing a show 2 weeks from now, which is the 23rd. Uh or that weekend. Um Sage, I don't know if you're going to be around or not. You don't have to show up to that one because I know around that time people like to take a few days off and just go, "Hey, We're going to shut off the world and just enjoy semblance of what the world would be like if it was run by robots. Uh, But if you're free, going to be doing that show then. So what I'm getting at is next week, you could still bring up what you were going to teach me from this show on to next week's show. So I'm saying all the hard work you did, is not going to be like, well, I'm going to. You're not going to have to wait till next year, though. You know what? I wouldn't care less if we talked about whatever holiday-themed thing you were going to do in February. I could, I could give less shit. Because why? It's the disorderly show with Face for Radio. Sage is always making me smarter. And any other words or anything else you want to bring up before we get into the Medal of Honor recipient that we'll be talking about tonight? Oh, I think we're good. I, let's move on to them. <laughs> just, I just wait. I, are you done?
0: I, no, I just I don't really know what else to bring up. Really? Yeah.
1: I think. Well, how 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 have I, you been?
0: Uh, we've been, We actually put up the Christmas tree earlier today. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: Jesus, what I sound like? <laughs> like, like it sounded. What it sounded like is like I was like, really? You have a Christmas tree? Uh-huh. Which is not what I was intending. At all. I guess it was just joy. Just oh, no shit. Um, I have a little one that took me literally 15 minutes. Of course, I don't have a lot of shit on it. It's just, it's one of those uh, Christmas trees that come with lights. So I just put it on there. I just put it up, plugged it in. It was kind of like, cool. Uh, It does need to be more decorative. But I did learn, which it makes sense, that... Fresh trees or real trees are more viable for the environment. But I'm sitting here going, I don't, yeah, but it's a lot of fucking cleanup.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> because is.
1: you gotta make sure it's still in water. That's a big, that's one thing most yeah. people don't remember that it's, oh shit, this thing still it, needs yeah, to drink. Still,
0: it's a plant, it still needs to drink.
1: And it's gonna shed. It's just, you're gonna have needles
0: fucking. Yeah. Every... Yeah, even if you're watering it, that the, the tree is going to die and there is a lot of cleanup. And if you have a Christmas tree, make sure that you have... A real
1: one. That's what you're saying, if you have a real Christmas tree? Yeah, if
0: you have a real Christmas tree, yeah. make sure, because they can be very flammable. So be... <laughs> oh, oh well, yeah. that's, that's for both. Every...
1: Isn't that for both?
0: It is for both on that, okay. but more so for the, the actual
1: pine oh, especially okay. once
0: they start getting drier. So make sure oh, that they you catch have, easier. Yeah, they catch
1: easier.
0: So, um, uh, so if you do, awesome, great. Just make sure that you're aware of its surroundings. The flammability. Just,
1: yeah, exactly. And that if you have cats and you're near a flammable and it's and you have something flammable, you're like, nah, it's it's a good distance away. It's fine. Your cat's gonna knock over the tree. It's just going to happen. And you don't want to have a Christmas remembered that way to where it's like, huh. Well, Kids, the reason Santa didn't show up was because we burnt down the fucking chimney. That's why. And that's why we don't have a cat anymore. But the cat survived the fire. Yeah, he's not going to survive this household. So we made sure <laughs> that dude became, uh, he went to a new family. Uh, and with that, that's a terrible transition. We need, <laughs> we them. need a better transition than that. Okay. So you put up the tree. Um, Do you, do you have any, like, holiday thing Is
0: Um, we started this tradition where every year we'll get an ornament for each
1: other. You'll get a what? An
0: ornament. Okay, because I was
1: was about to go, like, oh, wait, she can't say ornament (laughs) like I can't say (laughs) Ignium so now I'm going to jump on her for that, but apparently you can, so damn. So, yeah, and then, so, and every
0: every year we get one (laughs) and we put it up on the tree, so, and I'll... All of our original decorations are no longer fit on the tree, so which are just the generic plastic or or.
1: The, oh, so yeah. the tree fill is filled up with because you guys have been doing it for so long. The tree is filled up with all of the ornaments. So there's a story behind each ornament.
0: Exactly. Oh, that's an awesome idea. Maybe I'll do that. That would be a good tradition. Um, get you some mini or- ornaments for your little tree there.
1: Can you get, Is are there like badass ornaments you can get? Because oh, I don't want to sure. get those, I don't want to get those typical, hey, it's Christmas. It's like, no, I want to be able to get like fucking skulls or something.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, they have those
1: definitely. Look on Etsy. Is Etsy okay to buy from?
0: I've bought stuff from them and I've really enjoyed the
1: stuff that I get. Okay, so it. All right, because I've been... So
0: I think I've only ever Etsy's had Etsy's been one. sketchy to me. Oh. <laughs> no, I've only had one bad experience. Um,
1: oh, not going to do it then. But that was... Nope, not going to do it.
0: I was going to say, I don't think that was necessarily them as much as it was for during transit.
1: Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> wait, did you do one of those? I'm going to give it one star because it was delivered terribly. No, I, oh, did, okay.
0: I, did, uh, I did email the the, the vendor and... Um, We were we were eventually he he did
1: eventually fix it, but I just had to basically pay for shipping again. Okay, good. No, I'm glad to hear you're not one of those people that, when they rate something, they don't they're rating they're not rating the fucking product. They're going like, I didn't have the greatest experience throughout the from my time of ordering to when I received it. It's like, no, we're looking at the reviews to see is the product good enough. Could
0: give little shit. One thing you do have to watch out for is. Depending on where it's coming from, how long it's going to take, especially around this time of year when the holidays are about, shipping will be longer, so be wary of that. Yeah, sure. And I think that goes for everything, even Amazon. Amazon's not
1: as bad. My whole thing is when I'm reviewing a product and somebody goes, Um. I got it delivered two weeks late, or the delivery person threw it against my wall, it's like, but why are you giving it a low rating?
0: Yeah, it was, yeah, I see. That had the transition,
1: yeah. you receiving it, had nothing to do with the product itself. itself.
0: Yeah.
1: Is the product good? Well, yeah, of course it's good. Then rate it that way, you shit. Ah, still not a great segue. Um, And I don't, I don't, and here's a part of the show where I don't want to do a bad transition. Um, Let's see, what else, what else? Um... Well, or do I just do we? Oh, good God. Would that be terrible to have a moment of silence and then do the transition? I don't know. That seems kind of cringy to me, right?
0: Now at work. Really?
1: Oh, it sounds cringy to be like, okay, now we're going to have a moment of silence. It's like,
0: ah.
1: You go through this whole show of being entertaining, bringing up other things, going like, is he going to get to the thing that Sage. Did all this work on, and then go? Hey, okay, we're all have fun. And now a moment of silence. It's like, ah, (laughs) it doesn't. So one thing I do have is I have, um, I have intuition, but I have, I can't. No one, (laughs) I don't have female or women or yeah, female intuition to where when a woman says it, everyone just goes, okay, cool. When a guy says it, he go. It's it's you have to have a qualifier as to why it's intuition. Um, at least in my experience, Isn't that called, like
0: a gut feeling,
1: though. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So women have intuition, which is beautiful, and then men have a gut. Gotcha. Which I do, because I'm at that point in my life where I'm just like, fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat what I want, drink what I want. And just enjoy life because, oh, oh, I found the transition. I found the transition. Because when you're living in America, you don't have those daily stresses of, am I going to die today? Now, yes, if you're in a certain type of job, yeah, it's going to happen more often than not. But with all the actual conflicts to our Bombs are going off, and I'm not just talking about Israel and Hamas because there's 11 more significant conflicts that are going around the world, but nobody else is going to protest about them. We don't have that here. And especially where I live, yeah, no, I'm – it's pretty comfy. And so for to have that type of comfort, we're going to be talking about tonight – Bruce P. Crandall and everything that I'm going to be saying forward for the most part is taken from the Congressional Medal of Honor Society website Colonel Crandall he was a major at the time of the Medal of Honor action date on November 14th 1965 fought in Vietnam with the U.S. Army and the following is the citation for his Medal of Honor Major Crandall distinguished himself by extraordinary heroism as a flight commander in the Republic of Vietnam while serving with Company A, 229th Assault Helicopter Battalion, 1st Cavalry Division, Air Mobile. On 14th November 1965, his flight of 16 helicopters was lifting troops for a search and destroy mission from Play Me, Vietnam to landing zone X-ray in the Yidrong Valley. On the 4th Troop Lift, The enemy had landing zone x-ray targeted. As Major Crandall and his first eight helicopters landed to discharge troops on his fifth troop lift, his unarmed helicopter came under such intense enemy fire that the ground commander ordered the second flight of eight aircraft to abort their mission. As Major Crandall flew back to Me, his base of operations, he determined that the ground commander of the besieged infantry battalion desperately needed more ammunition. Major Crandall then decided to adjust his base of operations to Artillery Fire Base Falcon in order to shorten the flight distance to deliver ammunition and evacuate wounded soldiers. While medical evacuation was not his mission, he immediately sought volunteers and with complete disregard for his own personal safety, led the two aircraft to landing zone X-ray. Despite the fact that the landing zone was still under relentless enemy fire, Major Crandall landed and proceeded to supervise the loading of seriously wounded soldiers aboard the aircraft. Major Crandall's voluntary decision to land under the most extreme fire instilled in the other pilots the will and spirit to continue to land their own aircraft and in the ground forces the realization that they would be resupplied and the friendly wounded would be promptly evacuated. This greatly enhanced morale and the will to fight at a critical time. After his first medical evacuation, Major Crandall continued to fly into and out of the landing zone throughout the day and into the evening. That day, he completed a total of 22 flights, most under intense enemy fire, retiring from the battlefield only after all possible service had been rendered to the infantry battalion. His actions provided critical resupply of ammunition and evacuation of the wounded. Major Crandall's daring acts of bravery and courage in the face of an overwhelming and determined enemy are in keeping with the highest traditions of the military service and reflect great credit upon himself, his unit, and the United States Army. I had trouble trying to find a way into talking about the Medal of Honor recipient, and I always seem to find that I have trouble getting out of it, just because how do you go from having a good time to talk to going, hey, listen, you. this is the time you really need to listen because of what these soldiers were able to do on the battlefield to where they showed that they didn't care about their life. They were trying to help their fellow soldier, and they knew what they needed to get done. So you go from that into, hey, now we got to wrap up the show. It's like ramping that all back up. Uh, but... As I've shown in this show, I'll find it. I'll grow. I'll find a way. So appreciate you listening to the Disorderly Show. Face for Radio here. Sage, as always, you are the guiding light in the darkness of my mind. And White Bad Audio, providing the soundtrack to the darkness in my mind. <laughs> and I do truly hope I'm not even going to. It's this, it isn't because it's the time of year to do it, but I truly hope that your week goes well and you find some time throughout each day to do something that you enjoy. That's what I do. I work, but then I also take time out to do something I want to do because if I end up on my deathbed tomorrow, I at least want to look back and go, eh, "Hey, okay, at least I was progressing towards something I wanted to do or that I, or that I enjoyed." Good Lord, am I getting choked up here? <laughs> or or is this it? Is this the start of the, <laughs> of the death Man confession? Oh, that would be a hell of a show, wouldn't it? Well, I know I'm going to die, so here I'm going to leave everybody with all this now. So, with that, you guys enjoy the rest of the week, and we'll see you here bright and early next week. But you don't have to wait till next week to hear me, because you can tune into the daily, the weekday daily of the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup so that you can get your dose of knowing what's going on in the world, news-wise, without having to sort through, is this a sponsored story? Is this actually real? Yeah, we try to curtail and try to keep a center point of view on telling you, this is, this is what's going on. That's it, have at it. So listen to that, listen to me. Let's just do all those things, would you? I think you're beautiful. Even though I haven't seen you, but you're, you're, you're better looking than me. I'm not face with radio for nothing.